Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What if I told you that you don't have to spiral in toxic thoughts anymore? This is Jenny Allen, and you are listening to the Made For This podcast. HelloFresh for supporting Made for This. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Made for This free and use code Made for This free for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. Thanks to Shopify for supporting Made for This. Shopify is a platform designed for anyone to sell anywhere, giving entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash made for this, all lowercase. It is the final few days of 2023, and we want to pause and say thank you. Thank you for being here every Tuesday and Thursday this year for years now. We know so many of you, you're, you're listening from all over the world. You listen in the car, you listen on your walks, you listen at work, and you play these episodes over and over. And it just doesn't seem real sometimes when we look at how many of you are listening. It's like, I can't believe that Jenny and our team are here in Dallas, Texas, and that it feels like we're just sitting across from you in the same room having conversations about things that really matter. And the phrase that Jenny has always used is that these episodes, our heart is that they're short, fun, truth, and that they tell stories of God and how he sets us free in our day-to-day lives. We love you guys so much. We are praying for you as the year closes, and we have so many exciting, fun things coming. It won't be long before Jenny's new book called Untangle Your Emotions is coming out, which secret insider tip, we are going to do a book club. So get yourself ready to invite your friends. We'll tell you more about that. But today, there's no better segue for us going from talking about our thoughts to talking about our emotions. And yes, even if you would consider yourself non-emotional, this episode is for you. I loved this episode with Jenny. For the 10 years I've worked with her, Jenny is the real deal. She is what you hear of her here. What you see is who she is in her day-to-day life, our friendship, in her family. And, And so I just deeply respect her because she can write an entire book on stopping your toxic thoughts, and then she can record an episode like this. So you're in for a treat. Thank you so much for being here. We will see you in 2024, but listen to this first. In the last few months, as I've taken a step back from work and producing and creating, I've been able to really just have fun and be with the people I love and be with God and and do some great work in counseling and just exhale and let my, as we've talked about, my nervous system, give it a break. And all the adrenaline kind of went away. And honestly, I just have had a lovely time. And yet out of that, 
really there was a lot of clarity around identity and the fact that I didn't miss work. In fact, I really am okay without work. And I think Zach was like, that's that's great, Jenny. Like that, that means that you're not addicted to it. Your significance isn't found in it. You don't have to be on big, important stages to matter. Yay. And that's true. That's good. And I kind of suspected that was true, but really experiencing it, it, it is true. And I'm okay without it. However, there were other places that I saw myself really struggle and have a strong reaction to things that were very, very significant and important to me, and I was afraid of losing them. And so I had to walk through still that process of just what does it look like for me to be stable and okay no matter what comes. But I want to begin say this, that there are some things that I would like to amend or at least add an addendum to get out of your head that I've learned in the last year of my life. I am so proud of that work. That work continues to help people. It is unbelievable your stories about how it's changed your life and what God has done through that work. It blows my mind how far that book has gone into so many different languages. Somebody this week reached out with a picture of it on a shelf in Croatia at a secular bookstore there. So you know what? This is a miracle to me, that, that work. And I know that it resonates. So I really wouldn't change what is there. I still stand by that. I based it on scripture. I based it on research. I based it on my life story. All of that still holds, but I would add maybe an extra chapter and I would probably put it at the beginning. And it is this, I don't know that I was compassionate enough toward the struggle. And I think I viewed my mind at that point in my life as something that I could fix rather than something that you know, that, that part of me was there to take care of me. To, there were reasons that I was struggling with doubt and fear and anxiety and anger, that there's reasons. And if we stop at just don't think it, don't say it, and we never uncover and go back and, and really look at why did we get there and have that compassion to do that rather than the shame of fixing it, I think we end up with more shame when it breaks again. And so I just want to say that, that God is a God of mercy. And you see that throughout the entire Bible. You see it in the Old Testament as he is patient with Israel and he continues to give them another chance, another chance, another chance. He is patient with David and the mistakes that David makes and, and maintains a relationship even when David does unthinkable things that we all would write him off, cancel him, and push him away for. God is patient with him and long-suffering and loves David throughout the span of his life, not just when he is trusting him to defeat Goliath, but also when he is walking out of an affair and confessing his sin and murder and confessing his sin to God. God loves him. And so we see a compassionate God throughout the Old Testament. We see a compassionate God in Jesus. We see a God who came to earth not to fix all the problems with mankind, but to rescue them from their own decisions. We see a God who said, you know what? I will make a way for all the places that you have messed up. I won't even ask you to fix it. I will fix it. <laughs> I will fix it. And that's the story of the gospel. It's the story of Jesus. It's not that we got our act together and then God saved us. It's that we were completely dead in our transgressions and our mistakes, and God rescued us and set us apart. And yet you see throughout the gospels, and then you see in specifically in Acts, and then 
in Paul's letters that we're still at war with our flesh and with sin and, and that we're going to keep struggling as long as we're here. There's still going to be a fight with sin. And that, what you know, I love when Paul says, why do I do the thing that I don't want to do, right? That there's this feeling in Paul that he's aware. He knows Jesus so well. He knows the scriptures so well, and yet he still struggles with his weakness. So we see an entire book, the whole of the Bible, that is super clear that we have limits, that we're going to make mistakes, that we are, <laughs> we're not super curable on earth, and yet we're filled with the Spirit who is helping us. We are a new creation that can produce good and, and the fruits of the Spirit, and yet we're still going to struggle with our flesh. And so what I hope was not communicated in Get Out of Your Head, and I don't believe that it was, or I don't think it would resonate with so many of you, is that we're easily fixable and that on the day that you spiral, that that you in any way should should feel shame. If anything, we should feel hope that we need God, that we have a God that is accessible to us and that we need him on a regular basis. I think probably one of the most important things we can do for each other as fellow humans is to give each other the grace to be imperfect so that we can see our need for God on a given day and then also in our lifetime that we would ultimately reach for the gospel because of our lack and our need. And so I just, I hope everything that you read from me, everything that you listen to from me gives you that grace, that you feel the grace of God, that you breathe it in, that you rest in it, and yet you also want more and want different. And not because God will scold you if you don't, but because it's how you were built to live, especially those of you that are a new creation. You are not at home in your sin. You're not at home in your stuckness. You actually were built to run a mission that God has prepared in advance for you to do. And as you do that, you are most delighted in your relationship with God as you're running with him. That's what I picture. And I think it was super clear. I would have to go back. It's been years now since I, I wrote it. And so I would have to go back and make sure that was all in there. But I think why I was convicted to even do this episode in the season is because I don't know that I was doing that for myself. And one of the things I realized in counseling the summer that Kurt Thompson said is, Jenny, you sure do say the word should a lot. And he goes, I'd be curious how often you're saying that to yourself about your day, about the things that you're doing in your life. And so I think maybe today what I what I hope I get to do is just add to what I believe was an important work. I'm not going to reprint Get Out of Your Head with this, but I am going to say, because I, I think Get Out of Your Head is serving a purpose in its time. And some days you need a boss. Some days you don't need compassion. You need somebody to grab you by the shoulders and, and look you in the eyes and say, stop. And you can do it. You can stop. And that's true. And sometimes scripture talks to us that way, right? Sometimes it's very clear, like, don't do this, do, do this. And I probably quoted a lot of those verses a few years ago when I wrote that book, because this was a moment where I saw the world spinning and I wanted to grab you by the shoulders and say, hey, stop. But I also want to be a kind guide and a compassionate guide as I, as I lead you into a deeper relationship with God and into hopefully more freedom and say, but when you can't, when it feels like I'm spiraling again on that same thing and why am I doing that? God still loves you. You aren't specially messed up because you struggle again and again and again. In fact, the whole Bible is about people that kept messing up again and again 
and again. And in fact, Jesus commands us to be patient with each other and to forgive each other 70 times, seven times. That was one of the scriptures, which is just the idea that that it's endless, that we would be compassionate and gracious with each other over and over and over again, because one day we will be made perfect and whole, but it won't be on this earth. And I saw back then when I wrote Get Out of Your Head, I think I saw, and again, I wrote this pre-COVID. It came out right when COVID was beginning, but you finish a book a year in advance of it releasing. And so I had written Get Out of Your Head you know, over a year, two years prior to all of us going through that difficult season together. And I believe God had me write it in the way that I wrote it because of what we were about to face. And, and I believe it is still insanely helpful for people. However, I also think we're all very beat up right now. We're all tired. And so while we need to hear what is true, we also need to find compassion and grace in each other, in our relationships, and especially with God as we struggle. Because for a lot of you, you are so beat down. You are so tired. You are so weary. You don't need to hear what the right thing is to do. You need somebody to listen. You need somebody to be there with you in it. And I think I'm just more of that girl today. <laughs> I'm more of the girl that doesn't have the answers and that is enjoying listening to people and hearing their story and why they are struggling with what they're struggling with more than trying to fix what is wrong. And there's different seasons for both, right? family, we always take this time not just to like completely overhaul anything in our life or our diet or exercise, but more so just like take inventory. And one of the things that we have set out to do more in 2024 is eat more protein. It sounds so like simple, but with three boys, that's what it's going to take. If you're resolved to sit down and eat dinner with your family around the table, what do you do about those nights when your schedule is jam-packed? Turn to HelloFresh's lineup of quick and easy meals, including their 15-minute recipes designed to help minimize mealtime stress. Go to HelloFresh.com slash madeforthisfree and use code madeforthisfree for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. HelloFresh had me when I saw words like easy cleanup, simple, and brand new recipe because I am sort of sick of making the same things all the time. And so that's why I love cooking with HelloFresh. Let's save time in 2024 because HelloFresh is our breeziest resolution with quick, convenient recipes that are delivered right to your doorstep. All you have to do is choose your meals, pick your delivery date, and then HelloFresh handles the meal planning and shopping. So all you have to do is open your weekly box of pre-proportioned ingredients and step-by-step -step recipes to get cooking. Breakfast is a big deal in our house and HelloFresh agrees. In fact, they're giving all subscribers free breakfast for life. That means you'll enjoy a totally free breakfast item with every single HelloFresh delivery. Now that's worth waking up early for. Go to hellofresh.com slash made for this free and use code made for this free for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at hellofresh.com slash made for this free with code made for this free. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. 
This holiday season, it is really fun to get to partner with Shopify because Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash made for this, all lowercase. In the very beginning days of Theology, which is where we sell Jenny's five books set for kids called The Story of God, Shopify was the only place that we knew we needed to have our website because no matter what you're selling, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has you covered. This is actually really cool. Shopify has the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. Shopify has extensive resources that are there to support your success every step of the way. And it is so user-friendly because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Our choice in e-commerce platform with Theology had to be simple, user-friendly, and straightforward. And we needed it to really do all the work when it came to being mobile-friendly and helping us set up things like analytics. Shopify made our user experience so great, so easy for all of our Theology customers, and I don't know if we'd be here today without it. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash made for this, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash made for this to take your business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash made for this. One of my very favorite passages in scripture is this. His mercies are new every morning. I say it to myself every time I've had a good cry or gotten in a good fight and I go to sleep and I wake up the next day. I will say it over myself. His mercies are new every morning. It is like a good cold shower. It is just this reminder and this refreshment that we get a new day and the sun is up and and we're still breathing and God still loves us and we have grace to move and make mistakes and be imperfect. And as we're going to talk about in this season, I think that's what everybody needs right now. (laughs) I think we will get to the health and the freedom that, that we're craving this backwards way, actually not by shoving it down your throats of this is what you need to do, but by gently taking you to water. It's what Jesus did. It's how he does it. He does it in the Psalms over and over again. You see his gentle leading of the spirit. I will will take you and lead you by still water. And I love that side of God. It is why I can call him a friend and call him quickly a loving father because he has not reprimanded me. I bet currently we are walking through difficulty with about six to eight people that we love. This is current, not just in the last year, but just currently right now, we are walking through a season of difficulty with mental health, difficulty in circumstance with more than a handful of people. I'm seeing some trends and I'm seeing some things that are very similar in each of these stories, and they definitely reflect what... I have seen God do in my own story in these seasons. And so what I'm hopeful for in this season of this podcast for you is that you actually walk out with some real handles, not just, you know, I I mean, I can't even listen on a podcast, although we have talked about doing a call-in show and and I would love to do that, but I'm not going to be able to hear your stories, 
But what I'm going to do is I'm going to hopefully show you how God is leading you near still water, that there would be people and guides that would come alongside this. And as I unpack scripture on Tuesdays and, and then our guests come in on Thursdays, that you would feel this storyline building and growing of hope and of help. <laughs> because I believe that both things are readily available to us because of scriptures. What I would be careful to say is that you will feel fixed or you will feel resolved or that all of this will be taken care of. I just am too old. <laughs> I've seen too for too long that the same struggles that I've had at 10 are the struggles I have today. And so that's not the promise. Now, that doesn't mean I'm defined by those struggles. It just means they rear their head because of my story, because of my proclivities, because of my personality. I'm not really that creative and new. Everything I've always struggled with is still what I struggle with today. However, the power that it has on me, and this is where I still completely stand by Get Out of Your Head, because what I felt when I wrote Get Out of Your Head was spiritual authority and power. And we do have that. We do have that. But we also have a gentle, compassionate God that leads us by still waters. And so this is the little addendum. And maybe it becomes more than a podcast season. We always, you know, are asking ourselves that question, is this really resonating? Do I need to spend the next season of my life writing about this or studying this in a deeper way? And maybe this is one of those things. But I do know that today, my hope is that you exhale. <laughs> that yes, you know that you are more than a conqueror because of Jesus Christ and that you do have power over your thoughts. And yeah, 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 all true. That's all. Again, stand by it. However, you also have a very compassionate God who cries with you and asks us to do the same. And I think this is a moment for that. So we want to hear your stories. We want to listen in the way that we can in a big public space. But mainly, I just want you to know Jesus' new struggle said he was a man of sorrows. He walked, I believe, in this life with grief, with disappointment, with betrayal. And he endured that because he wanted to ultimately rescue us from it. But we aren't living in that day quite yet. That day is coming. But today, we're still in the war. We're still in the mess. We're still in the darkness. And the prince of evil and of this world is still very active and strong. So is my sin. And so is my proclivity to, to selfishness. And I bet yours is too. And so ultimately what I hope is that you feel us struggling well with you and that we are remembering together that God loves us, He's with us, He's for us, and He's helping us. new book, Untangle Your Emotions, is available now for pre-order. So go to any retailer and search Untangle Your Emotions by Jenny Allen. And we will also put the link in the show notes. You can go to untangleyouremotions.com and pre-order from your favorite retailer. Make sure you're subscribed to the show. Give us a rating, leave a review, because that is how we hear from you guys. And we are so glad that you're here. We will see you next time for another episode of the Made for This podcast. Podcast.